OP OP Yo, what's good my overly blunt familia? How's everybody doing? This episode that you guys are about to hear right now is probably my favorite one that I've done so far. Very special to me. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to Compton's very own, Amanda Ramirez, and Marilyn. Thank you, Marilyn. You brought a whole different perspective, the female perspective, and it was real dope. Uh, first of all, I want to say if you guys have anything to donate, anything to contribute to Amanda's GoFundMe, please feel free to do so. I have the link in the description and all that, but the link is GoFundMe.com slash FundHerFight. GoFundMe.com slash FundHerFight. Go check it out. She's almost at her goal, but more does not hurt. You know, the treatment and all that is not cheap. And she would appreciate all the help she can get. And I can, I want to help it any way I could. And the little voice I do have, I want to use it to, I want to utilize, utilize it and tell people to go support if they can. Compton's very own, guys. Very special. Thank you, Amanda. You out here inspiring people on the daily, people that are not, not even sick, people like myself. And, you know, you're a soldier and you got, you got good things coming, coming towards you. God got you. You can't, you're catching cancer's hands. And I know you're going to win. We all know you're going to win, Amanda. Thank you again. Compton's very own. Now here's the episode. OP OP! I'm just saying, we ain't frontin', we ain't at the different in public. We keep it real, fuck what they feel, man. I'm just being honest. Even keeping it 99 is way too far for 100. Catch us overly blunt and overly blunt. Catch us overly blunt and overly blunted. Catch us overly blunt and overly blunt. Yo, 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 overly fucking blunt podcast. The only podcast we're keeping the 99 is way too far from 100. It's your boy Chris X, man. Overly blunt TM. <laughs> and today's episode um, is actually honestly pretty special, I feel. I'm glad this, I finally got this person in, in on the podcast. I've been trying. I've been reaching out. I've been bugging. Uh, I've, been on, I've been on her steady, but... I feel like this is someone that it was important to have on the podcast because she's she's a soldier first of first of all she just she's out here just you know she's just killing like she's going what she's going through but she's not letting that be shown and listen we need more people like that we need more people to to inspire other people like that because if I was in her case I would be depressed as fuck I would be <laughs> not being able to live I that shit would really affect me like it really would like I would let that shit get to me. Because I just I am, you know, I just I can't even do deal with medical shit like that. But she's over here like just shutting everybody up. Like this shit is not stopping me from doing nothing. Mm-hmm. I'ma keep doing what I'm doing. I'ma keep prospering. Like I'ma fight this bitch. And that's the energy you gotta have because if you're throwing that energy out in the universe, that shit might go away. You never know. You never know what can happen. Like you gotta keep speaking shit into existence. And she's out here just you know grinding, you know, putting off for Compton, her hometown. Hey, shout out to City one time. Shout out hey. Compton. We in Linwood hey. right now recording this. But today on the podcast, I have Compton's very own Amanda. Yay! What's up, Amanda? How Hi you doing? Guys. Uh, first of all, I wanted to say thank you. I appreciate your time. Thank you for letting me Because you didn't have on. to do this. I ain't shit yet. So I just I appreciate you nah, uh, taking nah. the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't ever say that. You are shit. Like, that's one of, like, the main things. Because, like, 
people are always going to discourage you from doing what you really want to do. So, right. like, you have to, like, tell yourself, get up in the morning and be like, you that nigga. Like, <laughs> you know, like, you, you hella cool. Like, you, you pretty cool, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, like, you are shit. You got to always know that. Like, it's really important. Like, just always know. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, like you said, you have to keep pushing what you want to do and... Again, man, you didn't have to do this shit. Like, you really didn't. And of course I you, did. You, no, like, you, I, I didn't I know. Like, like, I feel like you already have a certain platform that I mean, yeah, you like, don't have, have to a look platform. out. But still, it's like, at the end of the day, like, you guys are my peers. So I think it would be a real shitty move to Not sit really. here and be like, oh, well, I've already done this, this, and this, and this. Yeah. So I don't really have to do this is and this and that's not true i feel like when you grow as a person and you have a platform and you you're doing all these things the least you could do is still be yourself still reach out to people that are just like you like you feel me i'm not shit like i'll be real right. like i'm a normalized person do i have a platform absolutely but does that mean that i'm better than anybody else no yeah. i'm still the same person i've been since the beginning of all of Shout this out Amanda for being at <laughs> Really it just though. shows you like don't forget where you come from you always you want to can't like roots. i don't ever just... want to be that type of person yeah. that's like oh like i have this platform so i'm gonna treat people different right. you can't do that like i think that that's like the main thing that fucks people up you have to be humble you have to be aware like you know what yeah i made it this far but it's because of these people that i've made it to where i made it at right. and you feel me like i would be i would uh, Honestly, only a weak bitch would be like, oh, well, I'm too good for this. No, you're not too good for nothing. Like, you as a person, you have to be able to realize, like, okay, yeah, like, I have this platform, but you feel me? I still want to reach out to the people that I connect with. Right. You feel me? Like, that's, that's, that's I'm not, you feel me? Like, even just, like, when I did Homegrown Radio, like, people were like, oh, wow, like, you really go into different radio. I was like, yeah, but it's that doesn't change the person that I am. You were on Homegrown Radio? Who's that? The host on that show? Um, Chuck D. Yeah. yeah, which is hella cool. And like, um, right. it was the homegirl hour with Miss uh, Miss Bliss, and she has her own podcast, and it's hella cool. Like, it's amazing. Like, That's she's she's great. even interviewed like Ab Soul, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's amazing. Especially I'll be there one day. No, really, <laughs> no, yeah, like absolutely, absolutely, because that's the thing. Like, you got to keep pushing. Like, everybody, anybody that knows me knows, like. I was always like, oh, you know, I want to I wanna work with Torrid. Or, like, I want to be, like, one of the best plus-size girls out there. Like, I want to do this, this, and this. And I'm doing it now. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you have to speak those things to an exi- to, into existence. Right. And you have to believe in yourself. You know how many niggas sat up here and told me I was ugly or, like, I was never going to be shit? Like, none of that shit matters. As long yeah. as you believe in who you are, that's all that matters. Like, you feel me? Like, stay prayed up. Talk to God about it. Because... Yeah. All this trivial shit in the world is just that. It's trivial shit. Right. If if I can't touch it, I don't believe in it. You feel me? So why would I be angry over what X, Y, and Z has to say when I can't I can't touch their hatred? Yeah. You feel me? Like unless it's tangible, it's not real. Yeah. So fuck what they gotta say. Like you gonna do you regardless, and that's like the biggest thing for me. Like so many people still are negative and like, oh well that you're sick because you're fat and da da da. Bitch, no. <laughs> cancer has not right. like realistically my form of cancer has nothing to do with my weight nothing it's a fucking blood cancer it's completely different than yeah. other shit hey people be on that Trump shit that's all that's all it is <laughs> no, no. Alternative they want to be Trump so bad <laughs> like boy if you don't go get a fucking orange spray <laughs> get a fucking orange spray tan get a fucked up ass little toupee and go on about your day like I don't have time for it yeah, but what would you say? Hold like, on, Mary. Hold on, but I don't need to interrupt you. Before, oh. before, get, before, before we get <laughs> okay. deep, before we get deep right in and, and, and introduce you, uh, we got Marilyn on the podcast today. 
Yeah. And y'all gonna be like, who the fuck is that? So I wanted to, before I got deep in it, sorry about it. I didn't pop in and juice you. No, that's okay. Um, but I wanted to ask you, so obviously, you know, you have to work your way up to build that sort of yeah. confidence. So what would you say was your biggest help, your biggest inspiration to get you to have the mindset that you have now that a lot of girls seem to be lacking nowadays? I think what it was for me is just, I just saw how ugly of a person you can be if you don't love yourself facts i used to hate like even on my instagram like there's there's a picture of like what i used to look like when i didn't love myself when i was down on myself all the time where i didn't believe i was beautiful i didn't believe anybody could ever love me because what people what a lot what a lot of people don't understand is that if you if you cannot look in the mirror and and say hey i'm beautiful regardless of this this and this you don't really love yourself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yeah, I'm big. You feel me? Yeah, I have like this, this, and this. But it's none of those things matter. None of those things have the ability to take away your beauty unless you let it. Did you yeah. find that? So, did you find that confidence zone when you get when um when you got when you found out about the diagnosis or? Fuck no, I was like I this way, bro. Like <laughs> you can ask Dennis. Like I've been like this for years. You feel me? Like when I turned like 18, 19, that's when I really was like, you know, fuck the fuck the sad shit. Right. I'm not gonna sit up here and be upset over this shit like okay if i don't like how i look i'm gonna change it you feel me like i used to always draw these dolls and i realized that i drew them because that's what i wanted to look like Mm -hmm. big lashes perfect eyebrows nice face all this what did i do i started to look like that myself right i started to do my makeup i started to be like hey i'm not even ugly like i'm clearly i've been tripping because but you're not ugly like and another thing when i worked in downtown la like I worked in the fashion district, and I'll never forget this model. She came in, and she was just like, "Wow, like you're beautiful." And I'm just like, "Who the fuck? Who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> who I feel is like you I talking feel to? Your personality is like, what makes you beautiful, though, because you, like you said, you don't let like you don't let shit get in your way of yeah. you. And that's all being growth. You. Like yeah. that's all a matter of growth. And like, cause this shit was not overnight. Like my brothers mm-hmm. and sisters can tell you, I was a shitty kid. Like right. I was very angry all the time. And I let a lot of shit get to me. And it changed the person I was. And then, so when I started to realize, like, this shit's not cool. Like, mm-hmm. you need to realize. And then also losing my dad impacted me significantly. Text her. Text her. Sorry. That's <laughs> nigh. That's <laughs> nigh. Um, that's nigh. She's this amazing photographer. Shout out to Nye. Okay. Out, I don't know if we can do shout outs, but shout out to Nye. Shout, shout out to everybody. Plug everybody. Okay, so it's <laughs> at Cloud Nye on Instagram. She's amazing. Like that's somebody that's also somebody that I that I I aspire to be like as well because she she she's out on her grind. Like she's yeah. doing her thing. You have a lot of the same friends that before all this, before you got sick or anything that Absolutely. that stayed that you know Absolutely. stayed along. Well, Nye, supported. she actually reached out to me, you know, because she saw some things or whatever. But like. Um, majority of the friends that I have are the same. Like, my best friends. Like, you feel me? Like, Samantha, Wylette, um, Darla, and fucking just Daisha. Like, I have a top five. Right. Like, that is my top five, top five. You those need are, that, though. And those are the bitches that I've fucked with heavy since yeah. before this. And I think it's important to keep that, like, keep that with you. Because there are a mm-hmm. lot of bitches that will, like, even in the comments, like, oh, my God, like, you're my best friend. I'm just like, bitch, I don't know who you are. Right. So, like. Like, no new friends. Yeah, no, really, like. <laughs> because what it is is people let this Instagram shit get get to their heads. Mm-hmm. And it's not real. And that's what people don't understand. Like, I'm still a broke bitch. Don't get it. Don't ever get it twisted. Like, I work my ass off every day. I go to work. I'm mm-hmm. still a broke bitch. 
You feel me? Like I'm not. I don't have all this money. Yeah, hey, you feel you me? In work, yeah, like I really am. Like I, I'm You're getting a lot. It, I'm getting to it. Yeah. Because even, it's even with that system. Exactly. Like I'd be at work throwing up. Like I'd be like, hold on, like cover my register real quick. Wow, like I gotta you go. Do that. You have like for me because I don't have nobody paying my bills for me. Okay, hold on. Well, before no. we get, before we I'm sorry, go deep into that. You're you're diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma stage three. Which, which for those a, that for those that don't who don't know is um it's a form what? of cancer it's a blood cancer and for those that don't know, don't know about stages what is this, what is stage I'm three stage three um well stage three is 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 definitely not an early stage that means that it was progressive already mm-hmm. you you um, found it at stage three yeah oh, okay so luckily it has not progressed however my cancer did my tumor did grow oh, shit. so that's why we're doing a different type of treatment because the chemo was ineffective. Wow. But um, yeah, as for like going to work and stuff, I was I was on, I was on medical leave, unpaid at that, unpaid sure. medical leave for s- about six months. Oh, wow. And in that time, my friends did everything they could to keep me out the house, like to 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 do stuff with me, to oh, make wow. me, because I don't I don't like being in a house like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to be out. I like to get up, get dressed, be out, like have fun. And so, but I also I just missed working because I work at LAX. And I'm a cashier, host cashier. Mm-hmm. Point is, I love being around people. Right. I love making people's day. Like if, if mind you, I work with people that fly. So right. it's like, y'all have a fucked up attitude. I could switch that real quick. And so many like, <laughs> I'm like, hi, sweet pea, how are you? They just be like, oh, my God. Like, yes, sis, you look beautiful. Yes. And they be so happy. And it's like, that's, that's like, that's my main thing. And that's when I realized what I really wanted to do. And it's, I just want to make people happy. Right. Like, May, be an impact like a positive one like because it, it's, yeah. it's easy like it's so easy to impact somebody's lives and i think that people forget that like just by smiling at right. someone, Yo, it's like, crazy. you never so know small. what somebody's going what somebody's going through like like one of my favorite and that's another thing like i was able to connect with like one of my favorite female mcs and her name is reverie mm-hmm. and she follows me on instagram now and like she posted this long thing about me and I'm just like, wow, like imagine somebody that you grew up listening to, somebody that you love. I saw that connection these, just looking at your Instagram. It was oh thank you. To be to be honest, <laughs> like you like I'll be honest, I'm like, yo, I can't be fucking just I'm able. I don't got nothing wrong yeah. with me and I and you over here happy as hell? Like I you cannot ha- be mad. I can't be mad at life. Happy. Yeah. Like that's like my number one thing. Like no matter that's like if if all I did in my life was teach people how to be happy and teach people not to allow their circumstance to affect them, then I, I lived a happy life. And mm-hmm. I don't I can't ask for anything more. Because yeah. there are so many people that are like, man, yeah, like I used to be mad at this, or I used to be mad at that. And like now it's like, well damn, like right. you know, like she's dealing with this, so I have no excuse. Like it's a lot. That's that's like the biggest thing. And it's like the same thing with like I met I was able I've been able to meet my favorite artists through all this. Like Kehlani. Flex, flex I fucking love Kehlani. <laughs> like no really, like I love Kehlani. It's not even on a flexing shit or nothing because I love her wholeheartedly. Like that's really a friend. Right. And then when I met SZA at her concert, SZA was like, Oh wow, like you're amazing. I'm just like, bitch, me, you like that's <laughs> crazy. Do they know you, about you before you meet them? Um, I'm not sure. I know I know that Kehlani she did because like when we were talking well, when she had reached out or whatever, like, um, you know, she was saying, like, yeah, like, because we know a lot of the same people. Mm-hmm. Again, Nye, she's friends with her or whatever. So it's like, as a collective, I just think that God 
worked his magic. And it's yeah. funny, like, the other day, like, we were talking about how, like, you know, we think that both of our fathers, like, made this happen for me. Because my dad, he died five years ago. Her father died when she was young, you know. Oh, so right. it's, like, it's just a lot of things that I think play there into it. Yeah, there are a lot of like, connections. And it's beautiful. And it's really yeah. amazing, like, for everything to happen the way it happens. And she was, like, you know, I have this theory, the same theory I, ha- the same theory I have about myself, which is you're no longer living for you. You're living right. to show other people that you can withstand all these things and still be strong. That's exactly why I had to reach out. Exactly, because some people might need that. They, they a might, lot. And yeah, like, like, people need that. People, no, we do. Because what it is is, like, people people become complacent and people get stuck. Mm-hmm. People get stuck in so many yeah. things. As people start to forget, like... I am a normal person. I've I've cry. I feel pain. All that. Like I'm right. Like I'm seeing my mother deteriorate. Deteriorate. So that's there are so many things that I'm sad about, mm-hmm. but that I don't allow to manipulate how I really feel about life in general. Because you could be sad. Yeah. I'll never tell nobody. Oh, don't be sad. No, it's normal. Yeah. And like my friends have to remind me all the time because I do this thing where I'm like, oh, if I. Oh, I'm being weak right now. And mm-hmm. it's like my friends are the biggest support system because they'll sit there and they'll tell me, look, bitch, you're not being weak. You're going through a lot. Yeah, like, facts. You're going through a lot. Yeah. And I'm just like, and me being me, I'm just like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, it's fine. But it's like real- the reality sure. of it, it is a big deal. And I forget that too sometimes because Sally it's like, it is. Sally I, is. Get, I get so stuck in this whirlwind of, oh, well, I'm dealing with it this way, so it's fine. Like, I'm going to be okay. And then... Then when I feel the way I feel like today, for example, I'm in pain. But it's like you can't you can't let anything get in the way of you making a difference. You feel me? Like, am I super happy with my situation at the moment? No. Oh, yeah. But am I going to allow it to change my perspective on life as a whole? Absolutely like not. Like you said earlier, cancer can catch these hands. Cancer could catch these fucking hands. Like, cancer got <laughs> the wrong bitch. Like, it really did because the thing is so many. Like, I get treated with City of Hope now. And so many people that I see there are just, excuse me, I had to take a sip. (laughs) But so many people that you see there are sad. Like, they don't look, they look like they've lost hope. And you walk in there with, like, full of life and shit. Bro, I be twerking, happy (laughs) shit. Like, no, there's a video. Like, bro, I be lit. And, like, all my doctors know it. Like, all my doctors, all of the people that treat me, have treated me, they all say the same thing. Like, you are the happiest cancer patient. I, hands down ever and that to me that's a beautiful thing right, because it is, it is. and even when I got diagnosed I'm just like I'm glad that I it's me and not a baby or an older person somebody that could that's not so handle real, it man. the way that's that, so like not being selfish to be honest no yeah because it's like you there in this world and I think again a lot of people forget there's say, no say there's no room to be selfish uh, everybody yeah, I'm, feels I'm pain working on that, to be honest everybody feels pain and to be honest like I I'm very selfless to people that are selfish as fuck like the very That's nigga, like medicine. the very nigga that I fuck with is one of the most selfish people I've ever met mm-hmm. in my entire life. You feel me? Like, and it's hard for me because it's like I feel like God has me in His life to break that. Right. Yeah. And it's like, but even then, I have to learn that I can't fix everybody. And that's good though, because I feel like you're very honest with yourself uh, as far as happiness just being a choice. Cause yeah. A lot of people forget that too. That you. 
even if you're going through stuff, that's not really a reason to be miserable or to be cold towards people. You can't. People forget that we need love. We need that positivity. We need love. And I think what it is with this generation is, oh, I don't want to feel anything. Exactly. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You gotta give a fuck care. about something. I don't care. I don't care. I care. Let's be clear. I don't give a fuck about them negative comments. Right, right. You feel exactly. me? Because y'all are just shit. being weird. But I definitely care about how people feel and people's the way people perceive things especially also the way i'm perceived because there are so many people that don't realize like i'm not just me anymore like i'm a whole ass brand like people recognize me mm-hmm. and Talk it's and it's for another reason now it's not just me being a cool bitch nothing nothing it's me empowering other people and that's very significant to me yeah. so it's like when people kind of sit here and they like bash me and it's just like you don't even know what you're bashing like mm-hmm. You don't know my story. You don't. And I, I thank my followers so much for that because they be going in on these motherfuckers. They be like, you don't even know her. You don't know how she... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know what it's like. I, seen, like, like, I seen you giving you, giving you shit when you were at that tour party. Like, yeah, like... I seen your people, comments. Like, like, that shit was stupid. That shit was getting me hot, too, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's like, like... Because it's like... Why you, damn, if, you if it bugs you so much, don't follow that like, shit. Why? Like, why are you following me? You're choosing me? to look like, at this. Are you mad because I'm on the popular page and you're not? Like, I didn't they mad because they mad because you They mad because you're comfortable. That's why. That's why. Because you're living your truth and they ain't. It's like, I'm happy within myself. But that, that doesn't mean that I'm complacent with where I'm at either. Like, you feel me? It's right. one thing to, to take a picture in this little bathing suit, whatever. And I'm, I always joke in my captions, too. Like, I'm the cutest little yeah, whale on the beach. You, like embrace, you leave your truth. Exactly. Like, I'm being honest with myself. I'm sorry that you can't be honest with fact. the fact. And it's like the main motherfuckers talking shit got a fat-ass mommy or a fat-ass auntie. Like, <laughs> bitch, don't act like you Bitch, don't yeah, act you're like you're like, talking like that to them. Don't talk shit to me <laughs> when your fat-ass mama and your fat-ass auntie have arthritis and diabetes and all this. <laughs> Shit. You talking, bitch? Your mama is fatter than me. Like what? What? I'm a fat ass bitch. Your mother, actually. Yeah, but that just, actually, that but that doesn't make strength. it better either. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I, again, like, people are so quick to be like, oh, you're unhealthy. Well, shit, duh. I have cancer. I don't think anyone that has cancer is healthy at this point in their life. But before the cancer, I was fine. And people, like I said, they assume that because you're bigger, that oh, you're this, you're that. No. Being bigger is just that I'm bigger. It doesn't make me, it doesn't make me uglier than you. And I hate niggas that are weird too. That be like, oh, you um, uh, you real fine for a fat girl. Get you're a weird ass. Wow. <laughs> because no. or they got the then you got the niggas that like think that because <laughs> you're fat, like you're just gonna deal with shit. I'm just like, boy, if you don't know, I got like ten other boys on my line that are <laughs> you that are like have you know what I mean like. Yeah. It's, right, like it's that stigma of like, oh, she's fat, so she's like, she has low self esteem. I could fuck with her. And yeah, nah, that's I'm not the true. one. Like, that's true. That's true. Exactly. Though. That's very true. Because I'm definitely not that type of broad. Like, if it, if it don't work for me, then it just don't work for me. You just have to let them know. Sometimes you gotta remind them really quick. So yeah, no, you do. You for sure have to remind yeah. them. Like, look, bitch. Like, I'm, I'm not the one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think all of what you're saying is just so significant to me, especially as a female, because we need more mm. empowering females like that. Mm. Talk we your need, shit, man. <laughs> no, we seriously need more females that understand that when someone tries to put you down, that's just a reflection of them and their insecurities. So they're going to try to find something within you to put you down about, and you're just not going to let them. You have to be strong. But not a lot of people have found that within themselves to have that strength to say, you know what, whatever you say or do doesn't faze me because I know who I am. Yeah, and that's, and that's like... That's, like, the biggest thing. It's, like, because people will try to knock you down, mm-hmm. and you can't let them. 
because they don't know who you are. Like, they don't know shit about you. It's easy to, like, judge a book by its cover. Like, oh, this fat bitch. Okay, yeah, I'm fat, but, like, I'm also pretty smart and well-read. And I have, I've, me personally, I feel like I'm very accomplished for my age. And, like, what other bitch, what other other 23-year-old do you know that has been a people or Latina or fucking Vogue? All this other shit. A fat bitch. I'm a fat bitch, okay? I'm a fat bitch (laughs) in Vogue. In Vogue. Like, I was, I was... I was a whole article yeah, was written boundaries. about me. So it's like when people talk shit, it's just like, I mean, you could talk all the shit you want, but like at the end of the day, I'm still breaking molds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, whether it not be the way you want it, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. And I think that, like I said, people get lost in their own sauce. People people think that because they don't like it, nobody else is going to like it. Bitch, yeah. I don't care if you don't like it. Because there, <laughs> there are, what, maybe how, what, 47, about 47,000 people that fuck with it. So Man. if you don't want to fuck with it, you don't have to fuck with it. Yeah, like numbers talk. But no, they do. <laughs> they really do. And it's like one of the videos, and it was for Viva LA, it has over 9.7 million views. Where? That's 9.7 million people that know who I am and yeah. know what I'm doing and ex- and and support what I'm doing. Yeah. And that's like the biggest thing for me. Where because, can people see that at? Um, it's on Facebook, on Viva LA. Or Viva you can LA. just honestly, literally, if you, you Google uh, Amanda Ramirez, 23-year-old cancer, whatever, like different shit will pop up. Like okay. all, all the little stories, articles. Yeah, like right. it's, it's, it's everywhere. And it's pretty cool. Like especially for someone like me that I'm just kind of like, I was always like, oh. Cause mind I feel you, like you always had that voice though for, the, like, for something. You just didn't know what the something yeah, was. Yeah, like... Because, like, when I was little, like, mind you, I have ten older brothers and sisters. So I always felt like I didn't have a voice. Because mm. it's like you have all these brothers and sisters, and they all kind of treat you like whatever. Yeah. So it's kind of like I was always timid. Like, yeah. I wasn't timid, but, like, I didn't ever feel like people really gave a fuck to, like, really know about what I'm talking about. Mm. So when I when I started with my Instagram shit, I'm just like, wow, like, it's people are listening. And then when I got sick, I was like, at first... To be honest, I didn't want to share my story. I didn't want people to feel sorry for me. Mm-hmm. But were I was you, like, uh, were you really like hurt when you found out? Like it really um, affected, affected your whole, it, like you just your whole. To person? be honest, like I cried. Mm-hmm. My best friend was in the room with me, and his name is Jay Will, and um, he he has his own Instagram following and everything. He has like hundred seventy something k or whatever, oh. and he does skits and stuff. And um, he's he's amazing. Shout out to Jay Will. But yeah, like we were, he was he was with me in the hospital. And he was sitting with me, and, like, I told him, I was like, yeah, they just told me I had cancer. And his automatic was like, okay, bitch, and, like, you still bad. Like, you're still bomb. Like, we still about to pull these niggas. Like, what's the, right. di- like, <laughs> what's, like, what is that about to stop? Like, you right. St- right? Like, no, really. And that's when I was like, that's, you right. You right. I'm still about to get bad a little bit. Hold on, where my lashes at? Like, because clearly. Right, like. <laughs> And the thing is, like, I was bald before cancer anyway. Right. So, like, Popping, that's why, like, I was just like, and that's another Amber thing. Amber Rose like, inspired or not? No, yeah. Oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, really? I actually just talked about that the other day with somebody. I feel like when a girl cuts off her hair really short, it's a statement. It says something about yeah, herself. Like, it's very was, powerful. It's very powerful. And, like, when I cut my hair, I'm, I think that God had me do it because I was chilling. It was literally as, last April. And I was laying down on the couch, and I was just like, I want to cut my hair. How long, how long was your hair? Maybe, like, here. To the shoulders. Like, wavy. It was pretty. I have I have really pretty hair. Mm-hmm. But 
That should be looking nice too without just how it is right now. We all wavy yeah, and shit. That's like, fresh. It's, like, it's, it's cool, but like I'm tired of having hair already. Like I miss. I like it. Being I miss bald. being bald. It fits you. Yeah. It's it so bold. <laughs> little bold. <laughs> I'm like a little. I'm like a little bold pistachio. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the the like one of my coworkers, Lex. Lex. She's like, you look, you look like a little pistachio in the water. I was like, a what? <laughs> and then I really looked at a pistachio. I was like, that that's me. <laughs> But like, yeah, like water. when I cut my hair, I just, I woke up out of a nap and I was like, I'm just cut my hair. And I went bald and I was bald. And then it's funny because I had went, I had hung out with my best friend, Arlene, like the next day and she was in love with it. She thought it was great. But this little boy, like he walked up to me while I was on at, at like this little uh, bus stop and he was just like, he just looked so sad for me. Aww. And like, he assumed I was sick and I'm just like, no, I'm, I'm okay. But little did I know, the cancer had already been been in my body since okay. before then. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just didn't know. Like so, that that was just proof to me that God really just be like, because I know that if I wasn't bald before that, I would have felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, damn. Like and also like to be honest, I wanted I've been wanting to cut my I wanted to be bald since I was like 15. Nice. But. When I was with my ex, Michael, um, I was like, yeah, I want to cut my hair. And I was like 20, 20, 21. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, you're going to look like a bowling pin. Dang. And I was like, bro, this nigga never wanted to see me shine. Like, he was so mm. jealous. Like, That's why he's your ex. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, seriously. Because, like, honestly, like, I realized that he was very insecure. And, like, mm-hmm. I'm, he you down. yeah, he did. And he would make me feel like I was a negative person. And I'm not. Like, yeah. I never realized how positive I was until we weren't together anymore. So it's like, um, yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> it's funny. The very first picture I uploaded with my bald head, I was like, yeah, um, I'm a, I look like a bowling pin, but all these niggas still want to knock me down. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, I just felt so much more free and so much happier, like being bald. And I was like, this is way, this is way more lit than I ever imagined. Yeah. And then to find out that I have cancer, I'm just like, oh, well, damn, sis. Yes. Shit, sometimes you don't see the signs until later on you just connect the dots and you're yeah, like damn I like, know shit before I even know shit yeah <laughs> and it's pretty cool I'm just like damn like God really um he came in clutch with that shit because throughout everything you know then then I had different company like when I cut my hair my Instagram went crazy mm-hmm. like I had I woke up to like four thousand new followers. I'm just like, well, damn, like over a haircut. Yeah, I mean because like when (laughs) when I had hair and everything, like yeah, it was pretty. But I think that when I cut all my hair off, like you could really see my face because like I'm not ugly. Like I have very strong features. Like I have really high cheekbones. Like I have this tiny little last nose that bitches would pay for. (laughs) Like I've had like I've had people ask me like, yo, who's your surgeon? And I'm just like, bro, if I could afford plastic surgery, a bitch would be. What? I'd be slim thick <laughs> stripping. What are you saying? Like, nigga, I'd be an AOD fucking shit up. What are you talking about? Like, I'd be making autobans. But yeah, like, I realized. And then also, like, being bald made me realize, like, damn, like, you're kind of pretty. Like, bitch, you kind of lit. I like this. It gave, you that yeah. confidence. it gave me even more. Like, I was like, I'm cool. Like, this is this is one. Then I saw after I cut my hair, all these other bitches cutting their hair. I'm just like, hey, it's <laughs> you, lit. You're influencing people. Yeah, you're inspiring it's, everybody. It's a beautiful thing because it's it's not just being cute. Mm-hmm. It's, you're not. A lot of these girls on Instagram are getting all this shit for being cute. You feel me? Like, I'm not trying to hate on nobody, but you got, like, bitches like India Love that are just 
popping because they're cute. There mm-hmm. is no real message that's being conveyed. There right. is nothing they real. And, and then, they're speak, not really speaking about that, because earlier you also said that you came back to Instagram when you had a purpose to yeah, come back. You didn't just come back just for no reason. What what I had chose to do, because like I said, somebody had hacked my Instagram. It was posting really it was just, just fucked up shit. You're on, on my Twitter? Oh, my God. <laughs> this nigga's on my Twitter. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Anyways, hi Twitter. Hey guys. I mean, we were talking about IG somewhere. Right. I love Twitter, by the way. Twitter's my shit. But yeah, um, it's my favorite. I I decided to go back on Instagram when I had a real a real message to convey, Mm -hmm. and then I was like, "Um, I'll do it then. And then that's when I was like, you know what? Yeah, like I really want to help women understand how to love themselves, and I wanted to help them know that it's okay to love yourself mm-hmm. not saying it's okay to be complacent yeah women is the shit man women y'all are run amazing. this motherfucking world we do, we do. y'all run this bitch i really <laughs> but do but you know what i will say this i think men don't get enough recognition and i say this because yes. like i have five older brothers we ain't and shit. there are a lot of there are a lot of <laughs> women that just bash men all the time right. especially on twitter you have these fucking twitter feminists and it's like bitch when the club gets old and your pussy's dry <laughs> at like 35 you're gonna wish you had a man and a family exactly and i think it's real <laughs> shit it's real shit because bitches are quick to be like oh fuck these niggas they're not shit but it's like sis when you want a baby you feel me that bitch that's your best friend and she telling you how niggas not shit and she ratting on your nigga right she not gonna get you pregnant Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have a family, you know, and people exactly. don't understand just how vital it is to be to have respect for men. It's easy for women to sit up here and bash a nigga like, oh fuck that, da, da. okay, yeah, but, and then again, like people kind of want you to just be like, oh yeah, it's cool, to- niggas not shit. That's not true. A lot of men are still growing. We're in our twenties. There is, there Thank is you. no, there is no, and I don't care who the fuck says there is. There is no fucking. There is no 21-year-old nigga that knows exactly what he wants. Yeah. There's just not. And the thing is, it's true. Men mature a lot um, a lot slower than women. So maybe we know what we want at that age, but men don't. And you can't be angry at a man for not knowing what he wants at that age. Mm-hmm. Because when a, when a man is not secure financially or just in general he cannot be for you exactly you know what i mean and that's kind of where i had to like realize shit like i love somebody very much but i know he's not secure i know he's an insecure individual and he's always going to project negativity onto me because he doesn't love where he is or he doesn't mm-hmm. live who he is at this moment that doesn't mean he never will mm-hmm. that just means you have to sometimes you got to give niggas space to grow yeah. and that's okay and it's okay to not be with somebody and it's okay to be by yourself and being by yourself does not mean you're ugly does not mean that you're not attractive it does not mean that you're not a good person it just means that you are growing and you you deserve that space to grow it's not your time it's not your time and i think that women get so caught up in this whole facade of like i'm 24 no kids yeah like relationship goals all this other (laughs) shit and it's like my relationship goal is to be with somebody that is secure a partner a partner yeah Somebody that I can share my goals and aspirations with and won't sit up here and look at me Speak like I'm crazy. That shit, yes. And this is also like how I knew that the person I was with was not for me because like I would speak up on all these black issues, these brown issues, and he would just kinda sit there like, Man, whatever, that's not even for you. Is he white? Damn. God no. I that oh, oh yeah, I don't I don't date whites. You officially you officially OB podcast. I don't I'm sorry. It's fuck white people. Like, yeah, I know. White people need to stay over there. Like I can't I'm not you. a fan. I'm sorry. Like you feel me? Some some are some some oh, of yeah. them are good people, yeah, but like just I think as a whole, 
Right. I just don't. I can't. It's very hard for me to like. Nah. <laughs> I I'm serious. I can't. So this guy, the, this ex of yours was black, black. Yeah. and he was saying that shit's not for you. He would be like, he would be like, oh well, that doesn't. Because I would tell him like, oh, always be safe. And he was like, man, I don't dress like a a hoodlum and da da da. Like oh, yeah. he was a square. So he thought like a lot of the black issues didn't really pertain to him. But it's mm-hmm. like they do regardless. A nigga's still a nigga. A Mexican is still a Mexican, no matter what way you fucking spin it. They will still look at us. You feel me? Right, we can yeah. have degrees, My, and we're still going yep. to be what? You can be the Shit richest dude. People. Yep. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. So that's what. That's when I realized I'm like, this is not for me. Like this is not for me. Mm-hmm. So I can't be with somebody unless that they're unless they're like into intellectual. Unless mm-hmm. they know what's going on and they yeah. yeah. they're aware. Like I I can't even. I tried to date a Mexican. I can't do it. I just, it's just not for me. Like, I realized that, like, from a very young age. Y'all cool. Y'all real cool. You feel me? Y'all, y'all the homies forever. But I can't. Like, it's just not my wave. Like, I think people are built for certain people that I'm not built to be with a Mexican. Because so many, like, I'll never forget. I had the worst experience with this nigga. What is his name? Don't what put was his name? <laughs> Why not? It's Don't kind of call. funny. Don't give this yeah, nigga was guy, so yeah. that that one guy, he was a mess, like machista, crazy. Oh yeah, that's big in our community. Yeah, and I can't fuck with that because like I'm very strong and level headed. You're not about to tell me what I can and cannot do because I'm about to tell you I'm going to do it. So me vale verga lo que dices. Eh, chara mapocho. Me vale verga. No, de verdad, me vale verga lo que dices. Like, oh, no quieres que yo haga eso? Oh, pues. No Pascual, pues I'm still gonna do it. Like, like my own dad never even told me no. Like, y'all got me fucked up. Oh, you can't do this. Yo, let's take a quick break from the episode, guys. And don't forget to contribute and donate whatever you guys can to help Amanda Ramirez, Compton's very own out. Go help her GoFundMe. The link is GoFundMe.com slash FundHerFight. Amanda's a beautiful soul, man. She needs any all the help she can get. And she has so many people on her side, so many people wanting that are watching her win, that are watching her prosper, and that are watching her catch cancer's hands, to be honest. So contribute anything you guys could. Anything's appreciated. She would um you know, she would really appreciate anything you guys could. And she knows and a lot of people can't donate, you know, people are struggling. It's all good. But just donate what you could. Donate a dollar, two dollars, whatever you can, any anything, man, anything helps. Because with, with people, that shit adds up. Hope you guys are liking the episode. Hope you're enjoying it. I know you guys hear a fan in the background, but disregard that. I'm working with what I got. I'm sorry. Shout out Kid Tony. Shout out Marilyn. Thank you again, Amanda. Compton's very own. LA. Let's get it. Oh, B.O.P. Yeah, like, who are you? This cancer can't stop me. Fuck you think you Yo. can. Like, you sound crazy, my G. Like, you... Yo, no, cancer can't stop it, you. You it. really tried it. <laughs> I'm just like... Uh, no. How long have you had cancer for? Uh, It's going to be about a year. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh. Yeah, it's a little new oh, bitch. On, it's a new bitch on the blog. So me, she, she's pretty new. She's yeah. She is. It's but cool, you're but here? like... It's... I don't know. It's it's new, but I feel like I've been here before so many times in this life. I feel like, um, and I always tell people this, like, I'm drawn to sadness and mel- melancholy. So when when I got diagnosed, I'm just like, okay, this is like the sad of the sad. Hey, but let's 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 shine some light on that because it's like, where are you from? 
your background. Like, oh, yeah. In the, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, you're born I mean, and raised in Compton, right? Born and raised in Compton. You so it's me? like, you know. Just um, some life. Just some life. Just a lot yeah, of Yeah, so I was born and raised in Compton and um, went to all Compton schools, all that. So, yeah, like, and then also I was actually told that because of my environment, that made my risks that much higher because Com- Compton is an industrial area, especially where, where I was living. Mm-hmm. So it all those things matter, like where you live, your surroundings. Your resources. And also where I used to work. I used to work in downtown LA, the fashion district. All that smog in downtown LA, like all those things can make you sick. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. Like it's not your weight. It's not what you eat. I mean, yeah. Way. Like, I mean, yeah, it has to do with what you eat, but it's, like, even me, like, I don't really eat unhealthy shit. Like, I never was the type to sit up here and, like, indulge in, like, all kinds of chips and ice cream and da 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 I don't even like sweet shit like that. So it's just, like, well, damn. So when people troll my Instagram, like, oh, it's because you're Disney. I'm just, like, I don't even like sweets. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is growing up in Compton uh, shaped you, though, as a person? Beautifully. I have to say, I'm very, very, I'm sincerely. Yeah, I can speak on that because a lot of people just think, oh, you're from Compton, negative, like, yeah. negative environment. Oh, it's always a negative connotation when yeah. you tell I thought them, about oh, it like I'm that too Compton. before. I... But it's always a beautiful thing. Compton. It's a beautiful thing, and I'm so thankful <laughs> for the life that I've been able to lead yeah. because I'm extremely well-spoken, well-read. And, you know, just like Dennis, when he first met me, he's like, damn, like, you're really smart. He's yeah, well you're spoken. educated, but you have real life experiences, too. Absolutely. You know, so and and all of those you. things shape me into the individual that I am. Because it's mm-hmm. one thing, absolutely, to be book smart. And you, you know certain things. You're educated about X, Y, and Z. But X, Y, and Z is not real life. And if it's not real life, yeah. it's not tangible. If it's not tangible, you haven't lived through it. And if you haven't lived through it, how can you educate someone else? Oh. The thing is with... You said you broke that with, down real quick? No, really, because... I'm going to do that. Yeah, it's on like, bars, you just start snapping. Because, no, really, and that's the thing. With life, life is educating all the time. Mm-hmm. You're a teacher, no matter what you do. And, you know, like my, my friend Kai, like, he was just telling me the other day, like, yeah, you know, like, you're a teacher. Teacher and a student. You're a teacher. Yeah, you're, you that's what life is. You are teaching. You are you're you're a student. You are learning. Do you believe what you like? Do you believe the light you're sh- the what you're shedding light on right now with this whole cancer thing? Do you believe that's that was that's why you're sent here? Or that's you believe that's Absolutely. your that's your road? I feel like my purpose in general is to inspire. No matter what it's for, just to inspire to yeah. make to make the world a better place. Because I don't I never want to live without being able to say. I did this mm-hmm. or I helped do this and that's like the biggest thing to me is to be able to be like you know what yes what I went through was shitty because a lot of a lot of my life has been sad like I'm not gonna sit here and be like oh, I had the best life ever no I lost my father you know I've watched my mother deteriorate what age, deteriorate. Did, what age did you lose your father at? my father I lost my father when I was 17 and then how what, what was um, like, that took a big toll on your life um, it changed me personally. I feel like it changed me for the better as a person because prior to that experience, I was very shut off and standoffish and I didn't really want to make friends or I wasn't mm-hmm. interested in that. And I never really told anybody that I loved them. Mm. And I didn't, I, my father died without me telling him, mm. I love you more than wow, once. Yeah. So that, that affected me tremendously because that, that made me feel like, damn, I'm living this life without even giving love. And that's something that changed me completely because after that, now my friends always know if they get a random text and it's a big ass paragraph like "I love you," "This is you're amazing," all this shit. I go out of my way to tell anyone that I care about. They know that I care about them because mm-hmm. that's my biggest thing. I will never leave the day without telling someone that I love them 
because that's a very strong thing to not and also I didn't get a lot of love as a kid like that so I want to live I want to give love because I didn't have it and because I didn't know what it felt like I've yet I still like this is I think this is the most love I've ever gotten in my entire life I was with a nigga for four years and I didn't feel love wow. so it's like this this is the most love that I've ever got in my life and it's a beautiful thing to be able to um to to grow and to to manifest that love back into the universe mm -hmm. that's like the biggest thing for me i just want to give the world love because this, this world needs it so much because yeah. it's such an ugly place no, and people is. don't understand just how how much love is important so who inspires you because i know you inspire a lot of people but who are your biggest inspirations um jay-z Mm. Jay-Z is my biggest inspiration, like, okay. for sure, like, hands down, just because just as a mogul and, like, what he does and, like, just his, how he uses his platform. To, mm -hmm. Oh, and also Farrakhan. Minister Louis Farrakhan. Like, that's, like, I, my that, biggest. That's unexpected. Yeah. That's unexpected. <laughs> Talk to us about Farrakhan. Farrakhan, he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Farrakhan, anybody that knows me knows, like, Farrakhan, that's my shit. Like, I love Farrakhan wholeheartedly yeah. like that's somebody that i would fucking back up to the ends of yeah. the earth like farrakhan is amazing farrakhan he's all about the indigenous people mm. he's all about like all that like what a, was that rumor is that did you believe that whole thing that he, that he got what's his face killed the elijah muhammad killed no, absolutely not elijah muhammad <laughs> was our prophet he mm. was our prophet in the flesh no i mean i mean I'm, I'm sorry not him malcolm, malcolm. yeah malcolm no, no. The, th the biggest thing, and this is how people, the, again, this, this goes back into being people being ignorant and not knowing anything about the nation mm -hmm. of Islam. It is such a peaceful religion. Mm -hmm. It's militant, yes, they but if anybody knows anything about this world, for anything to be, um, for anything to be, uh, for you to really be able to get your point across, you got to be militant. I don't mm -hmm. give a fuck what nobody says. Why the fuck do you think argue? every fucking country has a military mm -hmm. you have to be militant mm -hmm. for your for you to be taken fucking seriously think about it these are people that have went through genocide black genocide is a real thing it will always be a real oh, thing yes, and people exactly absolutely and people seem to just only want to shine light on jews oh they went through this they were yeah because they're what the white ones exactly yeah. so let's be clear all the caesar chavez's of the world all the rosa parks of the world all the fucking malcolm x's of the world all the these are all people, whether anyone chooses to acknowledge it or not. Come on, Farrakhan. I don't care what nobody yeah. says. Elijah Muhammad. The, this is like the biggest thing. You tell me another fucking leader who has had a whole... He has a whole Nation, economic yeah. platform to make it... make. He has a blueprint. He Yes, the economic blueprint. Yeah. He has a whole fucking... Um, Elijah Muhammad, he had a book. Mm -hmm. How to that. Eat to Live. To make sure you never get sick a day in your life. Damn. And that's the thing. People are so quick to shed negativity on that shit. But it's like, you're like, only throwing negativity they even because give the, you don't understand. They even give the nation yeah. a negative connotation. Absolutely. The, because it's like, oh, they're, oh terrorists. they're terrorists. They're not. They're some nah, of the most peaceful they, people. Yeah. Go to, Mah go, listen, Muhammad, Mah Muhammad Mosque number 54 in Compton over here. It's like, it's, it's family. It's family. It's so it's beautiful mm -hmm. and it's 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 calming and it's a great thing. So it's like I hate to hear people talk shit about Farrakhan. Do you like, identify as Muslim? Um, no, I don't have a religion. I wasn't okay. like my mom was very adamant on us not having one because okay. she wanted us to grow up and think for ourselves. That's, that's, my that's mother, mine was opposite. my mother was <laughs> also my mother 
was raised Catholic, mm-hmm. she didn't believe in none of that shit. She was like, it's all hypocrisy. Uh, my mom's very it. smart. My yeah. mom, bro. Just got popped right. <laughs> my mom is very smart. Like, and I'm thankful <laughs> for having the mother I had because Shorty is smart as fuck. Like, she, man, when I tell you God is in that woman, God is in that mother. Like, bruh, she's fucking smart. And she always told me, like, don't depend on nobody for nothing. Like, you need money, you go out there and you get your money. Mm-hmm. You Oh, you want to get married? Always have your own bank account. Always have this. Yeah, always have that. She though. taught me from a very young age to be independent and what independent meant. And to be be yourself, no matter what. She's like, puede ser puta, pero ser puta con clase. Anything you do in life, do it with class. Do it with poise. Yeah. So that's like my number one thing. And that's another person that inspires me. My biggest inspiration, for sure, hands out, is my mother. Because she has she's she battles till this day. And she still has a smile on her face. She's, she's the she's, most... She's cancer, she has cancer? She too? has lung cancer now. Oh, wow. So, um, but she had breast cancer when I was a baby. Uh, she, um, she has renal failure, congestive heart failure. She has a lot going on. Oh, yeah. And she's tough as fuck. Like, my mom is... She's one of the funniest, toughest. You think that's where you kind of get that from? That personality? Um, absolutely. My mom is a chingona for sure. Like she's <laughs> la mera mera chingona. Yeah. Like, and she'll like, like whenever my chingona. friends. Yeah, no, really. Like she, she'll like whenever my friends would meet her because I never let a lot of my friends meet her because mm-hmm. because my mom doesn't believe in friends. Wow, my mom, my mom told me that at, a, at an early age. There's no such thing as friends. Yeah. There are companions. There are classmates. Co-workers. There are people yeah. that you will get close to, but there's no yeah. such thing as friends. And if there are, it's only about two or three of them. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so she, like, that's something she instilled in me as a, at a young age. You don't get me wrong. Like, I have a lot of acquaintances. But like I said, my friends, that top five, top five. Like, those are my bitches. So it's like with my mom, um, anytime, like, I would bring a friend over, she's like, I'm the queen of the bitches, just so you know. She's like, you think my daughter's a bitch? You haven't seen shit. <laughs> That's dope. My mom was like, my mom, my mom. She was all your friends and shit? Oh, my friends were always like, damn, like, your mom is real as fuck. Like, she's real cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Your mom's like, Compton raised too and everything? No. My mom, um, I don't know. Unfortunately, like, she, the thing is, I don't know a lot about my mom like mm-hmm. that in that aspect. I know she, well, she grew up in Lincoln Heights. Mm-hmm. So, I have stories of her fighting cholas and, like, all <laughs> kinds of shit. So, like. You know, I know a lot of that, yeah. but, like, my mom was also kind of more of just, I just want to raise you guys. Don't worry about what I went through. Don't worry about this, this, and that. Just know that you come from... And life got from, real hard once your dad passed for her? Or um, no? Yeah, because my dad was her best friend. They were together for 40-something years. Wow. They weren't married, oh, but they shit. were together for yeah. years. Like, he would wait for her when she got home from dialysis. He would wait for her. He would, he would be smoking his little cigarette, waiting for her, and... He would know to put it out like five minutes before she pulled up because she can't be a cabron. So I'm just like, oh shit, what goddamn. <laughs> so that was her best friend. And that's that's another thing. I won't settle for anything except being with, with my best friend. Yeah. She showed mean. they showed me what real love is. Right. He loved well, my her. My parents are doing right now, to he, be honest. Yeah, like he he loved her till the day he died. And I know that she's gonna love him till the day she dies. And she she, so she misses my father immensely. And that's another thing I feel like because of losing my father shaped me into the individual that I am today because I'm very loving super loving like I'm so corny and cheesy it's annoying like I'm really I'm super loving to the max like Mm -hmm. if I love you I love you unconditionally and I'm I'm like I'm an unconditional lover like and I think 
not to sound fucked up, but I thank my dad dying for that because had he not, I wouldn't be shit as a person. It's I sad as to say, it is to say that shit happens for a reason. Absolutely, and like I know my dad would be proud of me mm-hmm. for sure. Like he would be proud of me because one thing he told my sister, I remember like. I didn't even know he felt this strongly, but like he told my sister one day, he was like, "Yeah, you know, he's like she's she's really rough around the edges." He's like, "But she has such a pure heart. She has such a pure heart. Out of all my kids, she yeah. has the purest heart." And I, I didn't know that until he was gone. So those things like that changes you as a person, yeah. and like, and even going through what I'm going through, sometimes I'm just like, "Damn, like I don't have parents." I have a mom, but, like, my mom's not there. It's like she's there, but she's dealing with her own shit. She can't even, she can't even fathom to be there for me. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's sick. She's so she's, How does she she's, take that when she, when she found out, like, yeah, you're going kind of through a similar thing as her? She was very upset with me for not telling her. Uh, I didn't tell her till like, December. Oh, I mean, wow. I figured, like, why do you really need to know? Like, you're I'm bald her. anyway. Like, I didn't want to be another burden. And, um, yeah, like, I was looking out, and then, like, when I told her, she just cried. And me being me, I'm just like, if you cry, I'll never come see you again. Like, I'm never going to, like, I'll never visit you in this little place again. Like, I'll block your number. (laughs) I was like, I will never come see you. I was like, so don't cry. And she went, okay, stop it. And she didn't after that, but I know it hurts her. I'm her baby. You're the only one of uh, your siblings that... Had cancer? That has cancer. My sister, Cindy, she had cancer. She's many, a breast uh, cancer survivor. Have? I have five sisters and five Shout brothers. out my Mexicans. <laughs> I need kids out here. Um, <laughs> sisters five wow. sisters, five brothers. Damn. That's, That's a lot. Brutal. And I'm the youngest. That's a squad. And, um, you, don't need, you don't need friends, <laughs> That's the really. whole team. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm also not close to them like oh, that. Yeah. I'm closest to my brother, Danny, and my sister, Jennifer, for sure. Is Danny but, the one you post about on IG? Yeah. Yeah, he's cool. That's that's my twin. I look yeah. just like this nigga, but so, so they don't even reach out like oh, how you been, how you doing um, because you're sick and all that. They don't. It's kind of. But even then, is it even genuine? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah. When because I, like I remember to. like I went off on all of them in a group message because we all we have the group message of like all of her kids mm-hmm. where like we'll talk about my mom like oh you know she wants you to go visit her she wants this da da da. <laughs> and like it seemed like they didn't give a fuck until she got really bad and until she had to be in a home. So I got really upset, and I was like, and me, I'm very emotional. And at that time, I didn't know what was going on with me. So I allowed my emotions to get the best of me, and I was like, y'all are all fake as fuck. I don't want to be a part of this dumbass fucking group chat. Don't none of y'all give a fuck about mom. No, ain't none of y'all was there. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, y'all only, y'all only give a fuck when she in a hospital. So fuck off. Like, I don't care. Like, leave me the fuck out of this shit. And then a couple months later, bam, I have cancer. And I think that because of the way that I approach that they were all kind of like well shit if we approach her she's gonna think it's fake Mm -hmm. you feel me like my oldest brother is there yeah like he helps out with all my medical stuff like he makes sure that like things are the ball is moving the ball is rolling and that i'm okay um but they don't really be reaching out like that and the thing is i like it better that way because deep down they know that they're wrong for the things that they've done and how they are and i don't i don't want to fake shit i don't want to fake love i don't want to fake uh i don't want to fake support i don't need it I have, again, over 40, 47,000 people that support me every day. Yeah. I have my group of friends that support me every day. I don't need nobody who pretends to be my brother or pretends to be my mm-hmm. sister when it's beneficial to them. Yeah. I don't want it. You yeah. feel me? Like my brother Danny, I owe him the world. And I won't stop until he don't have to work. 
and he'll never know that because I don't like to tell that nigga nothing. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, super sad bitch, I hate you. But like, <laughs> but that's just our relationship, mm-hmm. and that's God knows. Like, Danny is, Danny is, Danny is a lot like my father to me. In my eyes, he's always been the father figure for me. So, like I said, like everything I do is for Danny, is for my sister. You know, is is for, is for the world, and it's it's like more than anything, I just want to make my big brother proud. Like that's, that's your eldest brother? No. He's he's uh, 28, 29. Okay. And he's he's who I do it for. He don't know that. He'll never know that, but he's who I do it for. And like, you guys have been close since you were little? or We're not close. I mean, like, we, it's sibling shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we have our beef, but, right. like, I know that if I ever need anything, he's there. You know, he's the one that was there for me that entire time. I wasn't working. He was taking care of me. He he got mad when I started back working because he's like, no, you can't work. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, bro, shut up. Like, I need to do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. So because of that, because of me deciding to work, we don't live together no more. Oh, he got that, you got that upset? Yeah. Damn. I mean, you got to understand, like, I'm his little sister. Yeah, yeah. He don't want me to make decisions that can potentially hurt me. Mm-hmm. But me being who I am, mm-hmm. fuck what you got to say. I'm the one going through it. And that's right. the thing. I guess that's when I was selfish and I didn't realize... He's just looking out for me. But for me, I have to be independent because if, if I feel like you're taking care of me or if I feel like everybody else is doing it, what am I doing for myself? Mm-hmm. And cancer is a very crippling disease. It'll make you feel like everyone hates you. It'll make you feel like you're just a problem to everybody and everything around you. And Sadly, it sucks. Yeah, it I, sucks. I see, yeah. And it makes you... And then you have niggas that, like, will potentially like you and then the minute they find out, like... Is that really that that really happens often? Yeah. Like, like they they like you until you find out what you got and it's like oh like they feel like it's like they're they gonna catch it like, or some shit. No, they feel like oh well shit, <sighs> damn now I feel sorry for you type of thing. Right. I and I don't want looking that. Looking at you as a person. Yeah. Person. And that's the thing. People don't look at me as a per- a lot of people don't look at me as a person. They look at me as a walking diagnosis. I'm not that. You're a queen. Cancer exactly that. like <laughs> I'm I'm a person. I'm an I feel everything. I'm not just cancer. I'm far beyond that and I've always been more than that and like it does suck I mean there are pros and cons to this of people everyone knowing who you are and everyone knowing all this other stuff because it's like damn yeah people know who you are but people don't really know you that's another reason I choose to do different interviews and stuff because every interview is different every everything you get a different piece of who I am so as long as people know the real me and know that I'm not just this girl that has cancer, that's, like, my biggest thing. Because, like I said, Dennis, he's known me for a while. Mm-hmm. What was your first impression of me when you... She took, like, the whole um, attention of the room. She just took it, and she just, like... Because I had it, you feel me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny, because, yeah, he is someone that, that lights the room up, too, but then you just... And she yeah. took it away, so it's like, I, you know, I'm getting through, <laughs> and I, it was all about the students that day. And I, I could just notice it, like, she's had said educated, but it's like... You're well spoken in your experience yeah. in life. I think you just have that energy. You have very positive. Very I just met you today. Energy. No, yeah, I really did just meet you today, but it's um, totally fine. Yeah, you could definitely see it, and I feel like people sense it when you're a real person. People can know it without even having to talk to yeah. you. Yeah. So that's why you have such a strong following, and you have so many fans mm-hmm. that love you. Because that's like the biggest thing. Yeah, they're so cool. Like. And they're like, oh, I'm your biggest fan. I'm like, you're not my fan. Like, you're my supporter. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I, do. I don't like to call them fans because it's like, you guys 
are my fans. Like, you guys, are, you guys are my supporters. Like, you guys are my support system. Like, the very first day I had treatment for this new shit, the produ- the Produximine or whatever the fuck it's called, I was on live getting treatment, and I was talking to everybody because I didn't have nobody there with me. And, like, hey, if you guys are here for me, you'll be here for me through this. You'll mm-hmm. see through this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important for everyone to kind of just, like, just remember that I'm still a normal person. Because it is easy for people to get lost in the sauce and be like, oh, well, all these followers, you don't really need this, this, and that. But I'm a real person. I need real love, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people are selfish and they just think, like, oh, well, you don't really need that. But I do. Like, like I told you, like, I never felt real love until, you know, this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sucks because I can't sit up here and say a nigga really, like, has ever treated me like, oh, like they really loved me or nothing. I can't say that my ex loved me. I think that we got comfortable being with each other, and that's all that is. Happened, that's what happens a lot of times, actually. Though. It happens People a lot. Just get, just get and, I can't, and I can't do that. Like, I won't, I won't allow myself to do that. Like, I, I just want to – that's one thing I do look forward to is getting married one day and, like, having a family because – to when you have doctors telling you, oh, you know, you you know you might not be able to have kids, right? Like, because of this, this, and that. I did have hope throughout all that. Like, oh, I'll have a kid if God wants me to have a kid. But then you do these treatments, and even these, they tell you, like, oh, this kind of really does lower your risk of having children. Because it, it messes up. Chemo, first of all, chemo is death. Chemo is, chemo is what kills you. Chemo is some shit. I'm glad that I'm bigger because... And even my doctor said that, like, it helped you not get as sick as most people. Mm-hmm. So when I have people like, oh, you haven't even lost weight, da da Like, I had somebody that I work with. I don't even know who said it exactly. Oh, my gosh, man. It was word of mouth, and they were like, oh, well, if she has cancer, why hasn't she lost weight? I have lost weight, but on my terms. Mm-hmm. You should be thankful that I'm not losing weight because of the cancer. That just goes to show that I'm not dying, no. that I, it's not affecting me as negatively as it has others. And that's because my weight is helping me battle. You think this pain I'm feeling wouldn't be more severe on a smaller person mm-hmm. with a smaller Ooh, yeah. build? Absolutely. But no, I have all this fat that's like, uh-huh, bitch, keep it, keep it pushing, bitch. We got it. We're good. So I'm I'm fine. And it's just like pain through your whole body. Oh yeah, it's like, like from toes to head. Even me doing this is painful. Like me touching my breasts like this is painful, and I'm just like I have to just get used to this because there is nothing that I can do and there's nothing that I can take that's going to take this pain away. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be all drugged up. And said so, uh, you were saying that the CD, CBC, that that should not work. The CBD oil, no. All that it is, all work. it's gonna do for you is help with your appetite. Because when you're on chemo, you don't have appetite? Or you don't, no. You don't have, oh, when you yeah. have chemo, it's like, ugh. You're drained. You're drained, drained. You're drained in everything. That's every, a good way to put it no, on. Seriously. Spiritually, you're drained? Spiritually, Physically, everything. Mentally. Every aspect, you become drained. And I think for me, I was just, I would sit there and I would talk to God. Like, I would have nurses come in there like, are you okay? Like, oh, I'm good. Just talk, chopping mm-hmm. it up with the homie. Like, I'm good. And I would talk to God every day because he's the only one that's there. He's the only one that's really seeing what's going on with you. It's draining. Yeah. Chemo changes your emotional being in the most ridiculous way. I was never clingy. I was never eager to get attached to anyone. Chemo made me extra, extra needy to certain people in my life. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how to deal with that. I still don't know how to deal with that because I'm used to being... 
independent process. Exactly. I'm very used to being by myself and independent. And now it's just like, damn, like, I miss this person or I want this person. And, and then that changes how I feel about my mom, too. Because there are days where I'll stay up crying and be like, damn, like, I want my mom. But then reality is she can't be there. And that's when you have to kind of sit up and, and look at life for what it is. No, she can't be there, but there are thousands of other people that are there for you, whether you acknowledge it or not. And that's exactly. when I had to kind of wake myself up and be like, look, don't be mean and mm-hmm. don't don't knock the support because you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. And I had to really like do that because I'm not used to so many people liking me. Yeah, Even at El Camino, hella bitches didn't like me because I'm. Because I'm, I feel like, like I said, you, you you're comfortable with yourself, exactly. and, and girl, they don't like seeing that. They people they they hate people, exactly because they can't be get like that. Mad and people are like, oh well, like you think you're the shit, and I'm just like, why yeah, shouldn't I think I'm I do. the shit? <laughs> all the shit that I've been through in my life, man. with all the shit that I've been through in my life, I'm glad that I can be this way. Yeah, because you're I've been through some life, shit. I've been through some be shit. I done lived in a car. With my mom and my two siblings, not having a real house for a couple months, like some shit. And I'm still here, I'm still smiling, I'm still able. And it's like a lot of people don't know that. When I was in elementary, when I was in like middle school, all that, everybody thought I had money because of the way that I like, that I carry myself. Or like, no, I've been broke. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's the way that you carry yourself, it's what you do. And it's like, people don't really know what anybody else goes through. And I think that this whole thing, taught me just to be a nicer person and to be less judgmental and to never sit up here and be angry at life because everything is a blessing no matter how harsh it is like life is a harsh blessing Mm -hmm. and that's like the quote that i came up with and is everything in life is a blessing even the harsh ones and i actually want to get that tattooed life is a harsh blessing it is there is nothing in this life that is easy nothing Nothing. everything in this life is painful Everything alludes to death. Discomfort. And exactly. Ooh, everything alludes to death. E- everything oh. alludes to death. Flowers die. You feel me? That's mm-hmm. deep. Like, <laughs> that's really um, deep. fruits, they die. Everything dies. Yeah. And that's, that's what makes, that's what brings us all together. And I think people are, like, so quick to, like, be negative towards death. But it's like, death is beautiful. I heard a speaker the other day actually say, he said, um, you know, people are so focused on living their lives like they're trying to survive it. But the thing is, nobody ever has. No, nobody escapes death. Yeah. And I think that I'm drawn to that so much because it's like people are always like, oh, you have this long life to live. I don't want to live long. And I've had this conversation with my friends and they all get very upset about it. But I'm going to be honest. I don't want to live long. Life is a drawn-out process. Mm. I've been through enough shit. You know what I mean? Like, I've been through a lot. And I've just gotten to a point where it's like, if it's my time, then it's my time. And I'm not mad at it. What's the survival rate for what the For what I have? Oh, it's, it's people survive. Oh, okay. Absolutely. I'm just saying, oh, just did. for me. No, yeah, but it's like when you're getting told that you need a whole ass stem cell transplant for you to be cancer free for so you don't have this anymore that's a lot it's emotionally there are so many people that there are so many cancer patients that commit suicide because because of how draining it can be Mm -hmm. i'm not saying i want to die but i'm not saying i'm impartial to it either because i feel like death is beautiful it's a beautiful death and there's a song by absol it's called a beautiful death I'm, I think death is beautiful. I think that death is an ending to all pain. 
an ending to all suffering. Not saying that I'm suffering, mm-hmm. but I'm saying I'm not going to sit here and be angry if I die. Like, just like I told all my friends, like, I'm I'm ready. Like, not to say that I want to die now, mm-hmm. but if that were to happen, I wouldn't be mad. And I, I wouldn't want anyone to be mad for me. What about your goals, though? Like, for example, how would you feel, you know, if you did die and you didn't get to do all the things you aspired to then do? Then I set, then I was able to have a blueprint for okay. someone to follow that. Because mm. if you look at, like, yeah. my Instagram and how, how I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with, I so, I got close to someone via Instagram. And she, she's the sweetest thing. She ended chemo in maybe December, and she died, I think, March. And that hurt. That hurt because that made me realize just how real everything was. Mm-hmm. Because, Nothing's yeah, promised. even though... Even though, yeah, like, there's great survival rates for what I'm going through. You don't know. You know what I mean? There's not a real, like, oh, yes, this is fine. No. No guarantee. Cancer is cancer. Any way you you spin it, it's still deadly. Do you use uh, poetry as one of your, uh, like, ways to express yourself? Or, I mean, like, just to, I guess, soothe your soul in a way? Yeah, totally. I love poetry. Like, poetry, like, um, I started writing one. Spit it right here, live on the podcast. Okay. Yeah, give him some bars. Give him some, some snaps. <laughs> give him some snaps. <laughs> O-B-O-P. Yo, let's take another quick, brief break from the show, guys. And give a shout-out to our sponsor, Miguel Monzo. Monzo Press Studio. M-A-N-Z-O Press Studio. Location, shop coming very soon, guys. You're going to be able to pull up on him with your order and submit it. And if you're lazy and you don't want to drive to him, you can also go on the website, manzopressstudio.com. Just mention Overly Blunt. Mention Overly Blunt and get 15% off your order right now. Do that. Give him some work. Give him some business. The best quality work in the Inland Empire Riverside area. I'm not lying to you guys. Go on the IG and peep the work, peep the process, some of the procedures that he has on there. You can guys, You can go with him with an idea. You can come with him with half an idea or with nothing at all, and he'll help you out in any way he could. Great customer service. Here to help everybody out. Inland Empire shit. Miguel Monzo. Monzo Press Studio. MPS. Now back to the show. Alright, spit them bars, spit them bars, spit them bars. Alright, it says, I won't bend, I won't break. I will exude strength with every breath I take. I won't fold because my life is the greatest story to be told. Only a fool would let the cards they would dealt determine the way they felt and feel. I know my situation is real. I worry sometimes, but I know God has a plan. I'm just a woman with a voice, and I overcome every obstacle is my choice. Y'all play with your lives like toys. No fish or ain't no price on my head. Ain't no box that can contain me. Cancer don't define me, and a damn one don't shape me. Mm. It's just an uphill battle that I'm climbing. So fuck, I look like crying. I look so good, people think I'm lying. But I was a soldier before lymphoma, and I'ma be an even tougher one after. I'ma always fight the good fight with faith and laughter. Ain't no dream shattered, ain't no heart battered. I'm still me. Compton's very old. Compton's motherfucking very old. Talk <laughs> your shit, man. I was tight. Thank so you like you like you're into bars. You, you were saying uh, earlier that like, you think, go. Yeah, like I think for me, like growing up, I was always into hip hop. Mm-hmm. I love hip hop, like fully. And it's like, big, and obviously you're from Compton, so yeah, it's about, yeah. that's my the thing. culture. Like, that's for sure. That's my shit. But with writing, I've been writing since I was a kid. Um, I like to sing. Mm-hmm. I love singing, but I don't. I think that uh, I want to do harsher melodies. Okay. I want to put out hard stuff. 
I don't I don't like sensitive things. I'm mad at in the trap. Right. <laughs> no, really like <laughs> No, really like because I I I I'd think, be in I the think 60s. <laughs> right. No, really like bitch, I'll be in the trenches like you I like me? that though cuz people wouldn't expect that from a female. No, so I'm like really I'm about it. And the thing is like I'm so soft spoken mm-hmm. and I'm like I look like a sweet little Kids. Yeah, like, yeah. I look so sweet. Like that's coming out of your just mouth. Like, well, damn! Like, oh my god! Like, bitch, you—it's a little much. Like, bitch, you kind of crazy. Like, bitch, I told you. <laughs> People just forget that women aren't defined as one thing. So like, no. when they hear you talk, women hear, are ambiguous. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I pride myself on being completely. Is I personify ambiguity mm-hmm. because I'm not just pretty. I'm not just smart. I'm not just well-spoken. I'm not just this. I'm not just a cancer patient. You're not I'm in a, box. a lot of shit. I'm a lot, and I'm able. That to last be, one though, you're not just a cancer patient. Yeah, I'm definitely not just cancer, and and that's one of the biggest things. And it's like for people to really recognize that. That's what makes me happy. Cause like anybody that knows me and that has known me, I've I've had this big personality forever. I'm an infectious person. You can't not meet me and not like me. Or you cannot like me, but you a fucking hater because I'm pretty fucking adorable. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really she's lovable. Really they either love you right. or hate you. It's like, yeah, between. it's like there's no Man, I just met you today. I just picked you up today to come through and do this. And it wasn't even awkward or nothing. It was just like, yeah. I feel like I've known you. And, I, I, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> to be approachable is, like, my biggest thing. And yeah. I'm so happy that, like, I'm approachable. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a, there's good and bad because there are people yeah. that think they could just talk to you any type of way and it's like, bro, no, 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 no. Mm. We'll get you shot. Let's sit down. That's what I love about you, though, because you're like, no, 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 but then you're like, oh, fuck you. Got, yeah, like, like bitch, what? Yo, you gonna get slapped real quick. It's so funny. <laughs> like, I'll be yeah. at work and, like, I'll have conversations with my coworkers and stuff, and then it's, I'll be like, "Yeah, you know that bitch, all weird ass motherfucker." And then as soon as somebody walks, "Oh, hi, sweet pea, how are you?" <laughs> and they're just like, "Life's all about balance." Absolutely, Yo. like there's, I'm it definitely really like, I'm definitely like that little happy medium of like ghetto and like super, 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 mm-hmm. super, super well spoken <laughs> and like. Yeah. You really did. Yeah, you speak really see, good. it's funny. Like white people love the fuck out of me, but I hate them, so it's hilarious <laughs> to me. Like. All these white people be leaving me like ten dollar tips. You're my best friend. Little do you know, I hate you and all that you stand for. That's so funny. But life is beautiful. Like that's like my biggest message. Though life is beautiful. No matter how ugly, no matter how ugly things can get, you can still be happy. Like, you feel me? I want you to learn and understand. That's what we have to learn. Don't be discouraged and don't be a punk ass nigga either. Like, don't be a punk ass bitch. Like, don't be a punk ass bitch. Like. There is so much beauty in the world. If you dwell on negativity, you're a punk ass bitch, and I don't care. Like, I can't respect Thank you for somebody because I need to hear shit like that. I, no, it's I, true. I, like, and I, I, I tell my friends, and I want my friend. My friends are brutally honest with me. Like, honestly, to keep it all the way lit, my friends are upset with me right now because, like, I'm dealing with somebody that is honestly he's draining. He's more draining than my diagnosis. <laughs> like, but you see God. that you still you still keep you Be- still I around? see it. I recognize it, I acknowledge it, but in my eyes and in my heart, I believe that I'm meant to help him. Mm. So it's like, I know you can't fix everybody, you can't help everyone, but like, when you strongly feel drawn to really help, Mm -hmm. and it's not even because I want to be with this person, you feel me? I've come to terms with the fact that we probably won't ever be together. I want to make him a better person for him, and he's trying, and that's what means, that's what matters to me. I think that women give up too easily. Yeah. And we live in a world where women are kind of like, oh, well, he's not. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, but he's still learning. And me, I'm just an unconditional lover. So if I love you, I love you forever. And it's it's hard 
when, when do you stop loving somebody? Like, what do they really, really got to do for you to be like, I ain't fucking with you at all no more? Um, like, strictly you out of my life. God has to tell me to leave them alone. Mm. God will tell me to do so. Mm-hmm. The same thing with, with my ex. He, he left me. Like, you, you're going to have to leave me for me to leave you alone. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, because my thing is anyone that's in my life is because I'm meant to help them or they're meant to help me in some way. Mm. I don't believe that anyone is put in your life just because. No. I think that this person that I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with because I'm helping him. Mm-hmm. And he's acknowledged that time and time over again. Like, you've made me a better person throughout this time and this time and this time. You know, I don't know another person that's going through what I'm going through and still willing to put everyone before me. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of effort. It it's is. a lot to, like, really be like, damn, like, kind of not shit, but I'm going to stick around and help you mm-hmm. be who you are meant to be. You will attract a lot of people because of that, too, that quality. People love that when they see someone else that's confident, sure of themselves, positive, all of that. So People kind of need it. Yeah. And not saying they need me. No, not everyone needs me because I'm I'm harsh. Like, I'll call you out on your shit like, oh, this is what you're doing fucking wrong. And that's another thing. If you don't pay attention to that, I can't. I, I won't put my energy. I will not flower. I will not. I will not. I will not. Um, how do I say this correctly? Um, I will not garden a flower if that flower does not wish to flourish or does not wish to bloom. I'm not going to sit here and put my all into something if it's not going to... No, I'm not (laughs) going to sit like, feel me like, I'm not going to... Because I go through a lot. And again, this is why my friends are upset with me because I am going through a lot. Mm -hmm. And despite what I'm going through, I still, everything I have and everything, every little last bit of energy I have, I put into helping this person. And I'm like that because I'm supposed to. Oh, if yeah, I was, I've been seeing that too. Remember, I approached you to do the presidency for yeah. the Girls to uh, Sisters to Sisters Club. I already knew, like, she could have like changed the whole, you know, narrative at the. But it wasn't. Probably. I feel like for me, it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It has to be for me. If I don't feel like it's for me, I won't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm very passionate in that. If I don't believe in it, I won't fuck with it. Like that goes for radio, all that a bunch of shit. There, believe me, there are a lot of brands that try to like send me shit, da da da. But like. Why would you say yes over the book? Um, well, one, because you were overly, uh, you came highly recommended by Dennis. Ooh, and also, I love Dennis. Dennis is really, like, amazing. Dennis is very, very, like, <laughs> so cute. I love Dennis. Like, Dennis is so cute. Like, Dennis is really good one. But, like, oh, shit. It's all right. <laughs> cover, cover my cleavage up. Can't be out here plotting and thotting. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, pl- oh, I came up with that word two summers ago, man. Plotting and thotting. Plotting and That's thotting my favorite word. Plotting and thotting. All 2K17. <laughs> all 2K. So it's been hashtag plotting and thotting since 2015. Dead ass. Like. So if it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the recommendation, it would probably been enough. Be honest. Well, I mean, I I just want to reach out to anybody that reaches out to me. My, my whole thing is... You have to put energy into those that put energy into you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, the very first person that reached out to me in general was a, a blog called The Cut Life. And um, I would follow The Cut Life because it would be all these bitches with popping ass hair, like short hair. Mm-hmm. And they reached out to me. And then after that, Yahoo Beauty reached out to me. And when Yahoo Beauty reached out to me, I was like, oh, my God. You're lit. It's lit. <laughs> and then that came out and then everything else started coming out and then everybody else like I'm talking about like 
it it came it went it got to a point where they weren't even reaching out to me they were just recycling my story wow so it's like clearly you pop in when they can't even yeah. really get in touch with you yeah. they just want to they just want to be part of the wave uh-huh. and that to me that showed me like damn it showed all that i could be and all that i can still be so that's why i chose like i have this little it's an app called podbean so i'm not good with all this technical shit so like and i don't have the money to like you know buy all this so i'm just gonna start off with my phone and hopefully go to that and and do that but you have a kind of people were looking looking for it they would look for it yeah yeah which is cool like um you do more stuff with this i think uh your work should be on a bigger on a bigger level yeah absolutely like i want to you know elevate it yeah like i just i want to do so much and like another reason we need you here amanda (laughs) we need you here like yeah keep fighting man catch these hands with cancer like i think for me like a lot of the music that i listen to like i told you i love black the singer Mm -hmm. there's a part of the song where he's like you know it's like i think it's like an interlude it's either an interlude or it's like the uh the outro to a song Mm -hmm. he's just like you know i saw i see all these people and i just they don't feel as much as i do Mm -hmm. he's like i just i feel so much and i identify with that because i'm i'm an empath like i feel everything Mm -hmm. you're an artist everything Mm -hmm. like people's pain i feel that on a whole other scale it's not even just my pain that I feel. I feel everyone's. And that's hard. It's hard to be that way because it's like you want to change everything. I just want to change this world. Like one of my favorite rappers, his name is G.O.D. Uh, he's from Boston. And in the part of the song, he's like, I just want to change this world. But it's so fucking draining because you're giving when you give yourself to the world, you don't get anything in return. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a part of a blog, and I'll read it to you. Like, it's my blog. It's called Beauty Without Size. And Where can they find this? Beautyaboutsize.com? Where can they find this? Beauty Without Size. It's on, I believe... Tumblr? No, it's uh, WordPress. Okay. I hate Tumblr. <laughs> I hate Tumblr. Because Tumblr's so... Ugh. Uh, it's it is. It's <laughs> So, like... It's porn, basically. <laughs> it's... Let's see. Oh, you know what? Actually, I want to read you guys this. And it's, it. it's 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 like a poem to self, and it's called Why Aren't You Smiling? Okay. And it like says, <laughs> I've lost you. Another piece gone. I'm sorry if I'm crying, but I don't know if I can carry on. Staying strong takes its toll on me, and I guess you can say I'm weak, but I don't see the light this time, and it's not a crime to feel this way. I'm not wrong for coming to terms. I'm not wrong for wanting to run across the bridge as it burns and it breaks and it takes its last stance. And in life, we all have battles, and I'm... It's my turn to face the brokenness that I hide with wide eyes and happy smiles that tell fairy tales of I'm okay and I'm fine. Mm. I've found you. I'm sorry if I'm smiling too eagerly, but I feel like by embracing my pain and anger, I'm able to free my spirit. Maybe you're upset I'm screaming, but it's time that someone hears it. I'm not wrong for coming to terms. I'm not wrong for building bridges as my heart breaks and as my mind takes pauses to relinquish any angst caused by you. I see you, you aren't broken as I am, but pieces of you linger and fall every day. You you seem to forget that I'm the piece of you that you need the most, the pain that you refuse to acknowledge. In the grins that you can't allow your lips to bear, I'm always there. In the moments where you feel alone and unworthy of love, I'm the laugh that you so 
so nervously let out when something doesn't feel comfortable enough to cling on to. I'm not wrong for coming to terms. I'm not wrong for walking across bridges I've built and swimming in the spilled milk that you pretend you didn't knock over. I'm not wrong for denying your vices and wanting to stay sober. You see, I'm you. I'm the pieces of you that want to hide. I'm the vulnerability that tastes too bitter but that still subsides. In the cries in the middle of the night, I'm the strength that pulls you through and every fire in, the, in you that ignites. I'm everything and nothing at all because we're still growing and you like to confine yourself within these four walls. Deny calls and act as if though you're like, <clears throat> sorry, as if though you aren't upset at all. You're wrong. You aren't fragile, ugly, or weak. You're beautiful and filled with grace and mystique. No, you aren't perfect, but everything you feel has meaning. You're real and you're alive, so why aren't you smiling? Mm, I like that. And that's like a reminder to self, like, know what you're going through isn't easy. Know what you're going through isn't what you expected, but everything you're going through is making you the person that you are, and mm. you have no reason not to smile. When did you write that? Um... Is Actually, wow! I wrote that. <laughs> no, wow! Let me see. Um, let me see. If I'm not mistaken, I wrote the day before my birthday. Yeah, I wrote it um, the 13th. My birthday's on Valentine's Day, so I wrote, I wrote it the night right before my birthday. Yeah, the biggest heart. Your shit's on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah. So many, so many people say that, like, oh, it's because of this, and it, I used to hate my birthday because I felt like, oh, this is kind of annoying. That makes sense. It, it <laughs> it does make crazy. Sense. It's crazy. Yeah, like I, like my heart is so big, and I feel so much. But I sometimes I don't want to feel. You used to say that. Um, I know today you didn't come out caked up or anything, but you say yeah. that makeup, you use makeup to help you feel deal, better, feel better about to your deal cancer. With it. Yeah. yeah, because like, cancer can make you feel ugly, mm-hmm. dead ass. Like it changes, like. It's, it's made me break out. Like, it's made me, like, have skin issues, and I'm not used to that shit. Like, I was used to having, like, You should look good right now. Right now, yeah, because <laughs> chemo stopped. But during oh. chemo, like, I did have, like, little shits, and then, like, it caused, like, this treatment that I'm on, like, I, they were telling me that it's going to cause rashes. I was like, ew, I don't have time for that, but okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, makeup is everything to me. I love makeup. Like, makeup was the one thing that made me feel beautiful before when I was younger, like, when I first started college and stuff, because it made me feel like, oh, I am pretty. And not to say that with makeup I feel prettier than without it, because I feel beautiful just like this. And lately I've been, I kind of like how I look without it anyway. Mm -hmm. But makeup just is kind of, I like to be polished at all times. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want people to see me not at my best. And I think that's where where that comes from. Because with makeup, it's like, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to literally look perfect. You kind of rely on it, though, don't you? No, nah. because like I can, like I said, like I can, I can walk at the house like this and still feel pretty right. because it's like being pretty is not what you look like. It's how you feel inside. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, if you feel pretty, can nobody tell you you're not pretty? I wish a nigga would be like, you ugly. All right, bitch, well, your mama's heart is ugly. And that's why your daddy left her because <laughs> her heart is ugly. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm ugly. That's crazy. That's why your mom, that's why your mama and your daddy can't keep nobody. Okay. You're ugly. Your heart is ugly. Your soul is ugly. Tell them, man. Bitch, your left toe is ugly. Okay. <laughs> well, Amanda, I appreciate your time. I want to thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. You didn't have to do this again, but I, I, I dude, yes, I did. I was it's able to love. meet really cool people. Thank love. you so much thank for you, Marilyn, having me. For thank you, Marilyn. Me. <laughs>
Marilyn is cute as fuck. I'm here for her all her <laughs> shit. No, I appreciate her on it because she gave a different perspective. You know, she asked some shit that I was like, okay, yeah, that's that's for the women. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a different perspective, so I appreciate. Shout out everybody in this room, man. But thank you, Amanda. Thank you. Overly blunt podcast, guys. Every Thursday, be on the lookout. Episode soon come. Yo, we gotta have part two soon or something, man. Yes, she, she, she gonna keep building. She gonna keep, keep building. And when she and when she be cancer, she gonna be right here announcing that shit. <laughs> yes. I'm gonna be like, yes, I'm cancer free in this hoe. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank Over the you. Podcast. Thank you. O-B-O-B.